Hi, welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart. This is my podcast where I give my opinions on whatever I want. If this is your first time listening, that's why I'm letting you know. Um, Thanks for downloading. Tell your friends or not. Keep listening to it. Keep it to yourself. I don't give a fuck. I didn't want to do... I don't like to do the call to action thing. Not a fan of that. But anyway, I've already done an episode recently about how much I hate calls to action. I know who the audience of my podcast is. And the audience that I try to help out with my podcast is me. And if it helps you too, that's great. If it entertains you, that's great. Let's get on with today's episode. Today's episode, trying something. I think I'm going to do it every Wednesday now. No, it's not a return of what's pissing you off Wednesday. Because nobody, everybody's pissed off about the coronavirus or... um. Racists or whatever. And it's like I can't rant about the same fucking thing all fucking time and it's just fucking annoying. So I'm not doing what's pissing you off Wednesday anymore. Instead, I want to talk about, I want to spend an episode a week talking about something I like. But I'm still going to talk about how much I don't like it. And that is professional wrestling. I've been a big fan of professional wrestling my entire life. Um, Watched the Von Erichs on reruns when I was a kid. Hulk Hogan was my favorite for one time. Ultimate Warrior was. Undertaker has been for the past 30 fucking years. Haven't had... I don't have a favorite current wrestler, I don't think. And I'm afraid to have a favorite current wrestler in the WWE because I want, if I'm, if I'm going to have a favorite wrestler, I want them to be like champion. I want them to be the champion. I don't want them to get a big push. I want, I, I, I want, I want my guy or gal to be, you know, to be the best, to get the titles. But like, I've, there are guys that I like in the WWE that, that don't get shit. Like, Cesaro. You know? Finn Balor, I wanted him to be... He won the Universal title, but then he got hurt. I don't think Vince McMahon likes people that get hurt continuously. And Finn Balor does. Cesaro's gotten hurt. You know. And they'll never get anything of consequence ever again. So yeah, um, I'm going to talk about wrestling once a week on Wednesday. The episode will come out Wednesday mornings um, before AEW Dynamite. So, um, like, so I'm recording this on a Tuesday night right now. Monday Night Raw was last night. Um, this is a pivotal... This was a pivotal episode, I think, of Monday Night Raw because... 
Last Thursday, the WWE put out a statement saying that um, they were going to have one executive producer over both shows and consolidating their writing team. And they were going to have Bruce Pritchard, used to be known as Brother Love back in the 80s, um, will be the executive producer because he was the executive producer of SmackDown after they got rid of Eric Bischoff. So, um, Hall Heyman will remain a, uh, on-air character. So, basically, they they can't let him go, because he's too brilliant. But also, he doesn't, he didn't do a good job with Raw. I don't think he did a good job with Raw, um, in the, what was it? How many months was he in charge of Raw, like? Six or seven, eight or nine months. And I was not that impressed with what he did with Raw. There there were some good shows. He tried some things. Um, but th- ultimately, th- th- the thing is, is, like, he's not the go-ahead, says-all, you know. They all, they're not, he's not the... Full one in charge. They all answered to Vince McMahon. Wherein lies the problem. <sighs> but I feel like... Yeah, that's the problem. It's like, they have to... Yes, they're the executive producers of both their shows. But they still have to answer to Vince McMahon. It's still what Vince wants. Because it's his product. So that's why, I guess, I don't think, it was a bold move. This was a funny move when they announced it like a year ago. Because it coincided around the time where I said that I put out my podcast episode where I canceled my WWE Network subscription. And then like a week later, they named Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff the executive producer's of Raw and SmackDown, respectively. And so, um, Bischoff did not do a very good job. And Heyman lasted longer than I thought he would. But, like, um, I just was not a... I thought there were some good episodes of Raw. There were some interesting shows that he did. But, um, I felt like this Monday's, this yesterday's episode, Monday's episode of Raw was interesting. It kept me intrigued. I, I, I was, I was curious about it. It was a good, I felt it, 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 well, it was a well done show, you know? One problem I had with Raw was like they would have people wrestle twice in three hours. I'm going to see the same wrestlers wrestling twice in three hours. Like, the most recent example of that was having um, Asuka and Charlotte be tag team partners, and then they fought each other at the end of the night. So it's like, you had them wrestle twice? Do you really have to? You have like a hundred wrestlers on your roster, and you have them fucking wrestle twice. Twice! Makes no fucking sense. Plus, like, I think 
I don't know how this is going to affect them, but I think they're finally testing their athletes because I don't think they were testing anyone for coronavirus. And they uh, turns out one of the um, talents, one of the uh, trainees tested positive for coronavirus. So they were testing wrestlers for coronavirus. So that was interesting. But yeah, I, I uh, Raw was yesterday and then I watched I watched some of Backlash. It was a good show, but like it kept freezing up on me on the internet on my WWE network subscription. So what good is a WWE? I signed up for WWE network again um just before WrestleMania. So there. And I think I've talked about that already. But I thought Backlash was fine. Um that backlash was good, but I couldn't watch towards the end because it just kept like it kept pausing, like and then starting again, pausing and starting again, and it was fucking frustrating to watch. I think I did end up watching most of it though. I, but this episode isn't supposed to be like a recap episode, okay? Um, I think future episodes will be more uh, specific to wrestling topics. Um, but, uh, I don't know, like, what I wanted to talk about in this episode, wrestling-wise. I, I do think, um, I was, uh, happy with the Raw episode yesterday. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to see where they, what they do, how they do with their shows now that... One person is the executive producer or whatever the fuck Bruce Pritchard's title is of both. We'll see. I think he kisses Vince McMahon's ass the best, probably. So he'll probably, uh, you know, end up doing more stuff. And he knows what Vince wants. And I think he can make it work so that more people will actually like it. Um, one thing I don't like about SmackDown is how they were doing the... I was turned off about the whole... Jeff Hardy DUI thing that they did a few weeks ago and then they brought him to jail and then they basically found out that Seamus did it by all witness accounts and stuff but they're not doing a thing where 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 Seamus goes to jail that's fucked up that's fucked up plus I don't like them getting that personal with it but hey you know it brings attention to the product it brings attention to what's going, you know, it makes you interested in one way or the other. But I, I do think that SmackDown has been a better done show. Um, I, I don't have much expectations of SmackDown. But then I watch SmackDown, I'm like, hey, that actually wasn't bad. And then like Raw, they did Raw, and that wasn't actually bad. I mean, they're both shows with two separate rosters on them. So it'll be interesting to see how they do with... um both shows going forward. I imagine there'll be more changes to come. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But yeah. I've talked about the WWE and how much I hate the WWE. Um, enough. You know, I've done that enough. Checked my past episodes. Like the one where I called Vince McMahon the devil. He might possibly be the devil. Um, he probably is. And then I've done a bunch of other wrestling WWE related episodes. Uh, but 
Um, I want to talk about AEW also. And I don't, I think I've only talked about AEW once in this podcast. And it was when they did their first official pay-per-view, Double or Nothing, uh, last summer. I think I did an episode about that. But that's all I've done uh, about, that's all I've said about AEW um, since they started their weekly TV show. And I watched, um, I've, I've watched most of the AEW Dynamites on Thursday nights. I haven't watched the AEW Darks, um, their YouTube series that they have on Tuesday nights. I think it's Tuesday. I don't know what day it is. Anyway, but I do like AEW. It is it is different from from the WWE. It's treated more like a sports league than the WWE is. The WWE is clearly entertainment. It's done for entertainment. You're going to laugh, you're going to get mad, whatever. But AEW is more of, they do treat it more of a sports league, especially when they track, like, wins and losses and rankings and stuff like that, which is cool, which is different, which is interesting. I like those things. Um, And they let their wrestlers, they don't have writers. They don't have writers. They let their wrestlers do their own promos. You know, I think they run stuff by people, but like they still just like they do their own mic work. They they write their own stuff. They come up with their own things because it's their character. They should know what they want to say. The only way you can be fully invested in your character is if you write your own shit. You know, that's got to be hard for WWE when they have like people writing stuff for them to say for characters that they haven't even fucking picked. Crazy. But yeah, I, I've liked what I've seen from AEW. I, I like it. I like how it's it's more authentic, sort of, in one way or another. I like that it's more sports-based. Um, I think my favorite wrestler in AEW is probably Darby Allen. Jumping off a skateboard and kneeing someone in the face is something I know I could never do. So Darby Allen is probably my favorite AEW wrestler. Um, and I do think AEW's been doing a great job. I have some concerns, though. Um, I know that they're um, funded by Tony Khan, the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, I suppose Tony is also the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars as well. But I just, I'm just worried um, my one worry about him is I hope he never becomes an on-screen character. Because I feel like if they ever do that, it would be a cry for help. If they ever have him be an on-air character, like a prolonged on-air character... You know, it would be a cry for help, I think. An act of desperation. That's when you know that they are... They're being desperate is when they're trying to have, you know, uh, more realism and have, you know, Tony Khan be like, uh, 
heel owner, something like that. I don't know. I just, I hope that he never goes on camera. He can be the spokesperson. He can talk. He can do press conferences or whatever. Podcasts, that's fine. But like, I don't want him to be a character, an on-air character. Let's not, let's not do that. AEW, let's not have that happen. But other than that, I think AEW is fine. What I love about AEW is, like, Chris Cherico's group, the Inner Circle. I hate them. I hate them because they're bullies, and they're mean, and they're just jerks. But you're supposed to hate them. Because they're heels. They're bad guys. And I love that. I'm like, God, I hate those guys. Right. I should. There are people who are heels in WWE or faces in WWE where I like don't like them if they're bad guys. I don't like their bad guys because I think they're shitty wrestlers. I don't like Baron Corbin. I don't he has awful mic skills. And I, I just I'm just not impressed with his look at all. I hated Vicky Guerrero because of her annoying voice and that she couldn't talk on the mic. I just, I, I, I hate the heels in the WWE, not for what they're saying or their actions. Well, I guess so, but like, not, I, I don't hate them for the way that WWE wants us to hate them. You know? And it's just, and there are wrestlers that they push down your throat now and want you to like. Like, I kind of, I like Drew McIntyre. And that works. That's fine. He does a good job with that. Um, but like when they tried, they tried to push Roman Reigns down your throat, which is easier to do now with, with surviving cancer twice. People like him after surviving cancer a second time, which is sad that it took that. Who knows if he even had cancer at all, but that's another story for another time. But yeah, I, um, I did like. Do like AEW. My only concern is I have a bad feeling about Tony Khan. Something's not right there. And everybody talks about how great it is to work there. And I'm like, when's the ball going to drop? Something's going to happen. I hope nothing happens. I hope they continue to be a good company. You know, and I hope everything turns out good for them. I really do. I just have a bad feeling about it. And we'll see what my instinct, if my instinct is right or not. Wanted to end it talking about um, the empty arena matches that they've had to do because of the coronavirus pandemic. And I... I think AEW has done a better job with the with the audiences because they've had people at ringside for the most part, socially distant, you know, and they, they, they've done a good job having those people. They're all wrestlers, I think, for the most part, watching. And it's it's made it entertaining seeing, seeing them, you know, not in the ring, but act sort of as fans and cheering on people and stuff. But the WWE didn't do that for a while because I don't think they wanted to like copy AEW. But now I feel like 
they're doing it now, but they're doing it with the NXT trainees, you know, and they're having them cheer and stuff. And I'm pretty sure that they need to cheer and for whoever they want them to cheer for or else they're going to lose their jobs. Because can you imagine if they start a boring chant? They'd cancel, they'd, they'd, they'd fire all of them. But yeah, I think the empty arena matches, the empty, the no fans, not doing it in front of fans, has got to suck. As a comedian, I don't want to perform in front of nobody. As a wrestler, I imagine you can't perform in front of nobody. Because you need that fan interaction. And they kind of have it now, sort of. But it's, it's still people you work with. So it's like not real actual fans. So that's weird, but at least it's something. And I'll be curious to see when and where real fans come back. Because I have tickets to SummerSlam. And I haven't been told anything about this yet. I haven't been given a refund or anything. So what the fuck? And that is my wrestling report, rants, whatever the fuck I'm going to call this, for this week.